1: Why does making friends as an adult feel so what hard? What should I wear on a first what the date? hell is a foreign that feels was not good. What so do I want my life to look like in five years? We, we want to know too. too. Since 2012, the Every Girl has been an online destination to help women around the world achieve the life of their dreams. Now, we're excited to bring you the same inspiring content with the Every Girl Podcast. Today's episode of the Every Girl Podcast is brought to you by Cove the premier online treatment platform for migraine sufferers. Did you know women make up 85% of migraine sufferers? I am one of them. And if you're anything like me and tired of dealing with migraines, visit withcove.com to set up a quick online consultation today. Filling out the survey was so eye-opening and helpful for me to identify frequency, severity, triggers, and other symptoms I experience with my migraines. And it was such a relief to be able to talk to a doctor that specializes in migraines. And I got a prescription medication delivered to my doorstep, plus other supplements to help keep my migraines at bay, all from the ease and comfort of my own home. To book your own virtual consultation and get the treatment you need to stop the pain, visit www.withcove.com/everygirl today. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. I am Elena.
2: And I am here with my co-host, Josie Sante. Hi, everyone. We're so excited to start the Evergirl podcast. We really wanted to introduce you to us to get to know the podcast. Yeah, no, we have very
1: loose structure for this episode, but we, like Josie just said, we're hoping that, you know, we just want to welcome, show you around, let you know what's in store for this, this new venture for our company. Well, Josie, to start, Do you want to just let everyone out there know a little bit about who you are, where you are, et cetera, et cetera?
2: Yes, everyone. So to give you the background (laughs) on me, I am Josie Santee. I am 26. I feel like this is like a dating profile. Josie Santee, 26 years old for The Bachelor. (laughs) Okay. I'm Josie Santee, 26 years old. Location, Los Angeles, California, (laughs) specifically West Hollywood. I have a French bulldog puppy named Louie who you... May hear snoring in some episodes because his snores echo throughout (laughs) the apartment all day, every day. I am the wellness editor for the Every Girl. I've started as the editorial intern five years ago, which is crazy how the times are flying. Yes, you were an intern. I know. So that's a little bit about me. What about you, Elena?
1: Okay. I am Elena Kaz. I live, I like to say Chicago, but I now live outside Chicago in the West suburbs. I was in Chicago for a decade. Uh, That's where our office is, actually. I am 36 years old. I'm now realizing we have a 10-year age gap between (laughs) the two of us. It's perfect.
2: Yeah. It is. Our readership is that.
1: I live with my husband, Dan, who I'm sure... Sorry, Dan, I will probably be talking about at some point (laughs) on the show. And... Two little boys, Henry and Charlie, and they are a year and a half apart. They are little. They're four and two. They're loves of my life. And I also have a dog who I have had since I went to college. I had him senior year of college. So he's 15. He's so sweet. His name's Tucker.
2: Oh, thanks. Sweet Tucker. And that is my... I'm in a house with a lot of boys, basically. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of male energy going on. So let's dive into a bit about what this show is all about. Um, We've been planning this, talking about it for so long. Elena, can you share with our audience how this podcast came to be? You know, Obviously, the Evergirl brand has been around for 10 years. So why now? Why a podcast?
1: Oh my gosh. Such a good question. And also, we have been wanting to do this. The why now question is funny because I think I have brainstorming docs in my Google Drive from like 2016 that talk about the Evergirl podcast. This is something we've been wanting to do for a really long time. For those of you out there who might not be as familiar with our brand, we are a small media company. I think there's about 25 of us now at the company. And in 2016, there was probably like eight of us. So we've grown a lot over the last few years. So much. Yeah. And it's been so exciting. And we launched the everymom.com in 2018. Um, We've just... There's... You know, it's when you have a small team like this, launching any new part of the business is like really a time-intensive process that requires... I mean, in this case, the two of us have been putting so many hours in the last few months. We just... Other stuff has always come up. It's not that we haven't wanted to do this, just... Different things come up, both work-wise. We have we had national conferences that we were doing in 2016 that we had to plan, and that took a lot of our time. Then we launched the Every Mom. Then the pandemic hit, and we had to re, reshuffle and and figure stuff out. So we've always wanted to do a podcast. Why? Because we're all about like creating helpful content, right, for women. We want to help our readers in their in their everyday life. And um, this is a way to get that helpful content in front of them in another format. So that's the why, you know, bringing kind of our content to life through, I think, conversations is just... It's going to be a whole new compelling way to share what we do on the site, really. Bring the site to life. And now it's just the stars aligned. You know, we've had a lot of change in our company over the last few years. And this was at the top of the 2020... 2022 to do list. But I mean, I want to know about you too, because I mean, you know, I know you've been with the company for so long. You know, this company and our mission inside out. You embody the Every Girl reader in so many ways. You've worked your way up from an internship. And yeah, why were you so interested in moving your career in this direction of the
2: podcasting space? I love that like description of me. Like, am I the Every Girl? I really am. You are. Yeah. So I've been obviously writing for the company for five years. It's interesting because it is kind of like a stars align thing for me. Like it's very much a destiny manifesto. I have always loved writing. I kind of growing up was like, I'm going to work for Vogue and be Anna Wintour. And, you know, I've always loved writing medium. I wanted to be Anna Wintour too. (laughs) Who didn't want to be Anna Wintour, honestly. (laughs) So that's, I've always loved writing. And have loved working for the Evergirl, loved writing, loved becoming an editor. Obviously, I'm obsessed with wellness. That's my whole life. But there always felt like there was something where it's like, I love it, but I'm missing something. And I never really knew what that was actually until you, Elena, had us, had the whole company do a strength finder test. And from the strength finder, I know you like changed my life by that really because it was so awesome. But I... made me cry. It was so enlightening because it made me realize like three of my top five strengths were all relationship-based. And it kind of made me realize Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm using these strengths. Sure, like you know, when we're talking on the team, like working with other people, like I can use these. But like when it actually comes to like the work that I'm producing, I don't really like use these skills very often. And so I'm like, maybe that's what it is that I'm missing is I just don't get to use a lot of those like personality skills that I really enjoy and feel fulfilled by And then at the same time, it was like, that's when the Evergirl podcast was like launching and we were talking about it and we were like putting it into motion. And it just kind of clicked in my head like, oh my God, that sounds like the best thing ever to get to bring the content that I love giving to people. Like that's why I love being in wellness is because I love offering our readers advice that's going to help them. That's going to, you know, improve their happiness. That's going to make them feel better about themselves. That's going to, you know, give them more energy and make them feel better and healthier bringing that content that changes people's lives into a medium where I'm also able to get to talk to people and have conversations and kind of use my personality a little bit more. I was so excited about because I, as much as I love writing and have been a writer my whole life, I'm like, I want to take on a challenge and do something that's a little more conversational and have fun. And I am such a geek for podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. So it really was stars aligned. And I said, that's what I want. That is so cool. I did not know that. Okay. For
1: those of you listening, you've probably heard of like a Myers-Briggs or an Enneagram personality test. We write about that stuff all the time. But more in the career space, there is something... There's a company called Gallup. They do the Gallup polls you've all heard about. And they have a strengths finder test. So instead of pointing out your weaknesses, the whole idea behind it is like, no matter what you take this personality test and you're ending with knowing what's good about you, like your yeah. your strengths, the five it makes feel things. Like, it does, you feel good taking it. It's so insightful. Like It's really cool because it, you know, again, like it tells you what your strength is and then it tells you how that probably looks. And like one of mine actually is
2: an activator. And <laughs> <Yeah>. the first- <laughs> Yeah, yours made so much sense. It was like, yep, 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 yep.
1: The first line is like you are probably not a very patient person, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's because of the skill you have, which is like getting things done, blah blah, blah. and I was like launching a company, okay, so. yeah, well, well,, yeah, so all that to say, that is like so cool that you took that test and like are applying it and like made a pivot for yourself, and like you spoke up, you brought it up in your meeting like with our editor in chief of like, hey, I'd like to maybe move in this direction, which is so cool, um, that it all comes back to that test. That's like amazing that you like did that kind of self-reflection of, well, these are my strengths. I'm not really getting to use them. And you are so good. I mean, you're such a relationship. Positivity, like you just bring that... You bring such a great energy to the team.
2: It does make me laugh that like, positivity was one of mine because as Lena knows very well by now, the way I speak is like... That changed my life. My mind is blown. Like and I feel it. Like I really feel it. But people are like, Okay, you gotta chill. Like, relax for a sec. It's but it's true.
0: It's so,
1: I mean, gosh, buzzword, authentic. Like that is you. (laughs) We were listening to one of the interviews we recorded. I was listening to one of the interviews we've actually already recorded. And my husband overheard it and we just giggled at your energy. And he's like, it's so great. Like the world needs more people like Josie. Like you just like feel her energy and her excitement. Like, it's true. That's nice. You do. You like radiate that. And you know, it's funny because you and I actually, you've been with the company for five years, but you and I have not worked very closely together, I feel like since you were an intern in the office because you no. get into this a little bit more, but you moved away. I did. And also as the company grew, I feel like we kind of, like I just do different things now. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not involved with editorial creation anymore. Yeah. And that's like the bulk of what you, you're an editor. That's mainly what you do. So I just, I'm not working as closely, but it's been so fun working with you on this, the last few fun. months,
2: I know. Like when I started as the intern five years ago, I remember you and I worked on the summer bucket list together. So that was five oh years gosh. ago, was t- 2017. So we worked on t- 2017. So that was like, like every day, I'd be in the office, I would see you. Like we'd work together, yeah. and yeah, now that the company's grown so much, obviously I've grown out of an intern a <laughs> long time ago, and that <laughs> you bit. you're you're doing totally different things. So it's true, especially being you know in different states not kind of working on the same things that it's been like a few years since we actually worked together concretely on something. Obviously I see you for meetings every week, but no, it's been so fun for me to kind of, it's like, we're working on the summer bucket list of 2017, but on a much bigger scale, this is our new bucket list. It is.
1: And it won't just be the two of us. We fully plan to bring on other awesome editors and not just editors, uh, people all in every department of our company who are interested. Um, you'll be hearing from them as guest hosts from time to time, which is going to be great. Um, but yes, I mean, speaking of that, I guess let's get into some of the fun facts like the what to know and expect with the show. I guess to start, I, so we are going to be publishing weekly every Tuesday morning. So set your reminders or better yet, hit subscribe to the new episodes alert that will pop up on your phone so you'll know when a new episode comes out. We will be available everywhere from Spotify, Apple, Google, or you can check out the everygirlpodcast.com or sign up for our newsletter and we'll remind you when a new episode drops.
2: So you'll also be hearing from a different host. So some of the episodes I'll be interviewing, some of them Elena will be interviewing. And for some interviews, it might be both of us. Or like Elena said, you might have a guest editor or another member of the Every team on as well. So you really will hear from the entire Every Girl as a brand instead of just the two of us. And as far as episode format and content,
1: uh, we are going to be bringing you a few different formats of episodes, um, four to be specific. So we are going to have career interviews. We are going to have more topic-centric episodes with experts. About topics that our readers and team are all talking about. Uh, we're gonna have a shorter format that are more how to segments. So you will leave these episodes having learned something really concrete and tangible that you can then apply to your daily life. And last but not least, we are gonna have some fun happy hour style episodes where we talk about something in pop culture or entertainment.
2: Yes, I'm so excited about all of those. We have so many awesome things planned. And we also, for all the audience, we want your feedback. We are here to serve and be a resource for you. That is the purpose of everything we do, including the podcast. So let us know which episodes you're loving and want more of. Um, Let us know if you have ideas for the podcast. There are certain guests you want on and leave a review if you feel so inclined or DM us on Instagram to give us all the feedback because we are here to serve you and give you a really compelling, entertaining, informative, inspiring podcast week after week. Yeah. Okay, so now that we've talked a little bit about the show and what it will entail, let's dive a bit more into our background so the audience has a better sense of who we are as individuals. So Elena, I love this. I love interviewing you. Okay, Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about yourself. So what should the audience know about you going into the
1: show? Yeah, I mean, well, I said I'm 36. I have been... Running the Evergirl Media Group, I co-founded it. I think I was twenty six. It was twenty twelve when we launched, but started working on it in twenty eleven. And it's actually my Instagram profile is editor by choice, entrepreneur by accident. Like you're going to hear when we interview. And I, I kind of like research and love studying like entrepreneurship and women who have started amazing companies and learning from them. That so many people in the entrepreneurs world. They kind of knew they wanted to do that. They had someone in their life, as an example, often a parent or family member, but someone really set that example of what running your own business would look like and and that guided them. I did not have that. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing. (laughs) I 100% wanted to be a magazine editor. Like My goal was to be an editor-in-chief at Vanity Fair work in New York City. I went to journalism school at Syracuse. Like 100% wanted to be a magazine editor because I loved the creativity of the job. And I loved that it offered the chance to talk about all different kinds of topics. So that I kind of assumed I would never get bored in my job because I could write about everything I loved, like music or interior design or what was going on in the world or... I mean, anything really. Like it's just kind of traveling. Like I kind of figured no two days would be the same on the job. And I really loved... because Oh my God, this all goes back to high school. I was on my my high school paper. And uh, I was like addicted to the like camaraderie and team aspect. Uh, And again, it's like the opposite of being on a sports team. Like you're sitting at computers all day (laughs) writing. But it just had like such a fun vibe of like everyone coming together to put out this creative product. And I loved that. So I knew at a very young age, that being 16, I think I was 16. And I was like, I want to be a magazine editor. Like I love this. I love writing. I love being on the team. I love that I can write all these different things. I did not set out to be an entrepreneur. So I've basically been learning on the job for the
2: last 10 years. Um, Would you say that's like your biggest passion or calling is female entrepreneurs helping women in business um like that that's kind of what your mission has always been it is
1: definitely a big part of it and i mean that all goes back to yeah like our mission was starting this company was helping the every girl get ahead okay what the heck does that mean like i was the every girl i wanted to work in magazines i really struggled to get my foot in the door so many people getting hired was be- was because they were They knew someone like they had an in, even into an internship, which then led to a job. Um, Or they knew someone who put them up to live in New York for the summer for free, so they could take an unpaid internship. And like those were just opportunities I unfortunately never had. And so I'm like 23, 24, and I was at this store opening event. It was the West Elm store opening, which I only got invited because of a blog. So like blogging really made. Connections accessible in a way that I never had before. Anyway, so I'm at this event and I'm standing talking to the vice president, creative director. Her title was something along those lines of West Elm, and like I love interior design. Like I loved West Elm. I still love West Elm, but like I was like I knew the catalog front to back when I was that age. Um, and I'm like, how do I get your job one day? Like it was just like this. Like I had her in front of me, and I could like ask her these questions I would never. I never had the chance to like meet someone like that and talk to, and um, and again, I know that sounds different than the magazine. But like, I was like twenty three. I felt so lost. I was like, okay, maybe I couldn't get a job in magazines. I'm like, maybe this isn't going to work out. Creative direction—that sounds cool too. All that to say, I'm very passionate about making that information like accessible to more people. Like everything. Like, how do you how do you get ahead in your career? What's it really like having that job? What do you look for when you're hiring? Like, I want to be a sharer and a provider of information that you might otherwise have, have a hard time finding. So yes, I am very passionate about that. I am fascinated by people's career journeys and how they got to where they are, what strengths they attribute their success to and all of that, definitely.
2: What about you? You? Sh- I'm talking too much. I always am like really interested in like, like everyone has that main drive and mission and passion. So I'm always really interested to hear how that kind of came about because I mean, I have a, my own business. I have a side business, and, and because I'm coaching women after yeah. the Evergirl hours, yeah. even having a business, I just can't get myself like passionate about the things I have to be passionate about to run a business. Like it's really hard. So obviously, I've gotten so streamlining much streamlining
1: operations. Yeah, streamlining that's <laughs>
2: freaking hard. Like there should be like a, here are a lot of things you need to know, which the Evergirl provides so much of that. So that's been helpful. Because otherwise, I'm like. I didn't know like how to do your taxes. Like I didn't know the government oh, was gonna no, take taxes so much. from me and like all this stuff. And I don't know how to, yeah. you know, file an LLC and all these different things. So it is yeah. uh hard, but it it's so cool for me to see that you have this like passion helping women with their businesses um and their career journey. So it's it's always super interesting to see, you know, where those passions come from. My Mission. I like that we're getting yeah. deep here. We're getting so deep. Like that, that took a good turn. I love it. Yeah. My kind of biggest passion, I would say, is obviously wellness, but I have never been really interested in nutrition and like, you know, fats and calories and grams of protein mm-hmm. and you know, like fitness. Like I I now am really interested in, it, especially now. Obviously, that's you know what I'm covering all day, every day are um mm-hmm. those elements of nutrition and fitness and physical health. But Traditionally, I was never interested in it. I was always that girl in high school that took a lot of pride. And then in college, I took a class on Ayurveda because I was a double major with religious studies. And Ayurveda, for those who may not know, is like the most ancient form of medicine that's still being practiced today. So it really combines a lot of like purpose... Mental health, like obviously it goes a lot deeper than that. It's kind of tied to Hinduism and the energies of your body. But to me, like a light bulb clicked that I'm like, oh, you can use health to be happier, to live out the purpose of your life. And that to me was like the most amazing calling in the world. It was like, whoa, I can help other women live their best, happiest life through helping them heal their bodies and be healthier. And, um, so that tie with happiness and fulfillment, like really did it for me. So ever since then I've been, um, you know, I guess you would say my greatest passion that I have brought to the Evergirl wellness section is how do we make all of our content, whether it is about nutrition, whether it's about, um, you know, exercises to do, how could the angle of every single article we produce be towards, The end goal being fulfillment and happiness. You know, it's not just about, you know, getting fit. It's not just about looking a certain way. It's not even just about getting healthy. Like the point of getting healthy is to be as happy and energized and live the longest, best life you possibly can. So that's been my mission. That's obviously why, in addition to creating content for the Evergirl, I've started a side business to do more coaching work. Um, So that is just my biggest passion. And that's what I'm so excited to bring to the Evergirl podcast is that on a a different level and a different scale is to help you, the audience, to live your very best life and feel as energized and free as you possibly can. So that's my deep answer.
1: No, I love that. And your passion, like it comes through so clearly in the work you produce. Like it's not just the article you write. It's like it starts with the idea. Like you it, you can just tell you're so well, you're so knowledgeable and like you ha- just have your thumb on the pulse of like what's going on in the wellness space, which I feel like the wellness space in of itself has just blown up in the last few years. Like the world has finally put a focus on it, a much needed focus that was overlooked for so long. Totally. Yeah, it's really exciting to see like that shine through the work you create. So well,
2: thank yeah. You. And like I said, just I hearing
1: you talk about it is awesome. And, and you're totally right. Like when we, when we do our brainstorms, like who should we interview? <laughs> is like, I have 100 ideas for wellness focused episodes. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I have 100 ideas for women, so we me career, interview.
2: <laughs> which means
1: we're the perfect
2: combo. Cause we're covering all the different <laughs>
1: angles. Yes, we are. All right. We will be back right after the break. Thank you to Cove for sponsoring today's episode of the Every Girl Podcast. Anyone out there who suffers from migraines knows how debilitating and straight up miserable they are. I've gotten them for a few years now, and when one kicks in, it's like my life stops. I can't work. I miss social functions. I struggle to even take care of my kids. Instead, I'm stuck in bed with an ice pack over my eyes, close to tears, just wishing it would stop. Fortunately, Cove is an online migraine clinic that provides start-to-finish migraine care. I was able to input my medical history and symptoms, previous medications and treatments, and meet with a doctor who specializes in migraines. The best part is it's all online. They provided me with a personalized and affordable treatment plan and delivered my prescription medication right to my doorstep. Head to www.withcove.com backslash today to book your own virtual consultation and get the treatment you need to stop the pain and get back to living. Okay, so on that topic, who would be your dream guest on the show?
2: Yes, okay, this is gonna be a pivot. Ooh. I'm gonna give you two answers, okay? Ooh, okay, pivot. First answer, my true self wants to answer <laughs> the, anyone from the Vanderpump Rules cast would be my dream Guest. anyone anyone I mean I would <laughs> say specifically like Stassi you don't know these people Elena's not deep I don't know into what, reality tv like I am
1: I know nothing you I've know never nothing. seen an episode of Vanderpump Rules I've never seen I think I've seen a couple episodes of the bachelor series and that was
2: <laughs> the bachelor you series you sound like such a movie <laughs> <newbie. laughs>
1: I do not like these shows, you guys. I um what if the episode or the season I watched was with um Allie But, but Yeah, it oh was God, like so a... long ago.
2: It was so long ago. Yeah. And that
1: was and it was Allie or um and he was, he was like a pilot. I think his name was Jake. Yeah, or Jake. Yeah. And I saw a few episodes. It was good. It was <laughs> our is every season very love triangle like that? I mean always. We're dating like multiple. Oh, they always are? Yeah. I know, but like something. he like yeah. He chose the girl you did not think he the was villain. going to choose. That Vienna. was like, yeah, it was Vienna. It was like a mind explosion, a hundred percent. But okay, Vanderpump Rules. So yeah, I, I don't know who any of these people are. So tell so, me. So well, which have you? <laughs> not to go on a side tangent, but have you watched Lang Sunset* yet? I watched an episode and a half. <laughs> Not your fave. Nah, like, I like how they try to put that new girl as like a plot line. Oh, we got a new girl drama. Yeah. And I'm like, is this drama? Like what like we're onboarding <laughs> new new employees right now. And I'm like, what if them starting was like a drama plot oh,
2: line? I would die for that. If it was like the every girl <laughs> reality show and like I'm the new girl messing new shit editor. up. New editor comes in. That would be How thrilling. toxic. What a toxic workplace. I know. I'm like, where's HR? Honestly. Like, what are they? Dude, doing? I don't think
1: they Probably, I, that's a great probably, question. Yeah,
2: I mean... Okay, wait. So you
1: can't say anyone. You have to pick someone from the show. Let's pick someone for those of those fans out there.
2: Okay, I would say Stassi. I mean, everyone, like Lala Kent, people will know. I want to know, like, give me the details on what happened with Randall. Like, I have so many questions for every mm-hmm. single one of them. So, you know, that would be just for the tea purpose. There's no, there's mm-hmm. no, like, tell me about your career. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, I want the tea. That would be my true self answer, but I'm going to give a more That's like a fun happy hour episode. It's a fun happy hour episode. Yeah, I could talk about Vanderpump Rules for quite a while. But I would say also, if we're literally talking dream, anybody in the world... Yeah, we are. I would want Beyonce. Like, Beyonce is the ultimate dream. Like, how do you get better? Like, I want to know, like, what are you doing every day? What's your morning routine?
1: Intimidating. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, those are good questions.
2: I'm like, I wouldn't right? even know where to start. I'm like, what are you eating to have that much energy to go do a show like that? Like, what what are your secrets? That's how does your skin question. look like that? Like, what is your beauty tips? I don't know. Like, how did you get from Destiny's Trial to being Beyoncé? Like, what are the what's the steps in between? I would just have so many questions. <laughs> what's the steps in between? I would need to research Beyoncé for like a solid
1: two months before feeling remotely comfortable. I would want to know like yeah. every obscure detail,
2: like so she would know that I came in so prepared. Like you should look into, like, I'm just gonna give you more homework. I've already told you to watch Sunset. That didn't go well. But another <laughs> tip I have for you. Is the Beyonce, like her behind the scenes of all of her albums are fascinating. Like she, like the self-titled Beyonce album was the first one she did after she had a baby. And it was like the most like sexual, like visual album. And it was so much of her and her whole like reasoning behind it was like, I want to prove and show that mothers can be sexual, that you don't like give up your sexuality to become a mother, like has kind of been the cultural norm. Like she has a lot of cool... Amen to that. Right? I'm like, hell mm-hmm. yeah. Like she has mm-hmm. a really like... Everything she does is so intentional and such a statement that you would really like that part of it. But it's not even just like Beyonce as the singer, performer, dancer. Yeah. It's like Beyonce as someone who's like changing the world through art is how I look at it.
1: I love that. Okay, my dream guest. Yeah, who's yours? My favorite person right now.
2: I mean, I kind of have
1: two. They are both female comedy writers. Brilliant women, badass. Mindy Kaling, I am obsessed. Everything that woman touches is gold as far as I'm concerned. I will love it. I will be laughing. I will probably be quoting it for the next five years of my life. Everything. I actually, I wish she was starring in more shows. Like I wish they had a Mindy Kaling or a K... What was it called? A Mindy Project. Like two, 2.0. I love her. And I think her career journey is so impressive. Like starting as a writer on The Office. All of your favorite episodes when you... I know there's a lot of Office fans out there. I just have a feeling. I know there are. Um, <laughs>
2: of course there are.
1: But when you watch those early seasons, or if you just think back to the show, so many of the popular favorite episodes early on were Mindy written. What episodes, you're wondering? The Dundies. <laughs> the the award show. The Dundies. That was the best. I'm pretty sure she was responsible for like the Jim and Pam love arc. Oh. Anyway, I just... She's... She's brilliant. I would love to talk, talk be to amazing. her. My other woman is... My other one's Tina Fey. Um, Ugh, both would be which again, so very good. similar. Like, they yeah. have similar... Like, they're female writer, director, actresses. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. They're so... And, like, their careers, like, the things they would say, yeah. their advice, like, they'd be amazing. I mean, I feel, feel like we're be. manifesting having Tina Fey or Mindy Kaling on the show. We're putting it out there. And, and Stassi. <laughs> well, sure. The entire cast of Vanderpump Rules, obviously. <laughs> Well, what oh, about and
1: who's the lead? And, oh my God, and Beyonce. Let's, let's put that out there. Yeah. Um, wait, it's like, who's the
2: lead? Lisa Vanderpump? Lisa, I can't believe, Lisa's who I want. That's it. End of story. Right? Lisa Vanderpump, I don't know why I forgot about her. Lisa Vanderpump, first and foremost, because <laughs> I would want to be like, what's your career like? How do you get She's your, a businesswoman, right? Yeah, she's such a badass, in my opinion. <laughs> and like, what does she do? What is her- business she and her husband like opened all these nightclubs across europe oh, um and then cool. they they do like i obviously being in west hollywood like frequent her establishments like they're all in kind of like a strip on santa monica boulevard <laughs> so i you know you go down the and like hop, bar hop through all the leaves Pump restaurants so she's i mean she really and she's so smart in like getting on real housewives of beverly yeah. hills and then getting a spinoff show that was oh, so crap. successful i mean she's pretty freaking cool i don't know like there are some lisa haters like say what you will, but. She's my idol. I don't care. I want two miniature ponies. I want a house full of dogs. Like, I just want to be her. I want to drink Rosé. She's awesome.
1: Okay, next question. Next question. Yeah, next
2: question. Okay, what's your Myers-Briggs or Enneagram, all the person- personality tests, what do they say about you? Oh, this is like,
1: what do they say? They say, <laughs> Elena, you are a type A. <laughs> um... Okay, I mean Enneagram. I'm a number three. That's the Achiever. Myers Briggs. I'm what is it? ENFP. That's the Commander. It's <laughs> the Commander. <laughs> is that like what it's called? Yes, it's not the nicest. I think a no, different you sound cool. Like, a different website calls it the CEO. I was like, okay, I like that better than Commander. Yeah, but it's it's my strengths are like Activator, Achiever. Like it's I'm like a get thing done. I. Always need a project. I always need a project. I finish a project, and my like my purpose on this earth is like get shit done, to create, to do, like kind of, (laughs) yeah. Like my brain like needs it. Like I feel very bored and almost unhappy. Like that kind of like creative mind flow of how to start where we like having a goal and how how to get to it with everything. Like it could be with my kids. It could be with like cooking. It could be with decorating my house. It could be with the company but always having a goal to be working toward is what gives me purpose on this earth. Yeah. Is it exhausting? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit exhausting, but also it gives me energy. So, it's like a weird balance of not letting myself because I do sometimes get burnt out. But fortunately, in in many years, I've like kind of learned, I've like put a lot of parameters in place to like give myself breaks and rest and regroup so I don't run myself like ragged, but yeah, that's my personality. <laughs> What's your personality? <laughs> no, I love. It's like you're like a badass. Like
2: that's cool. Those are cool ones. Oh, commander. Thank thank I would say so commander. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you. So my let's see my Myers Briggs. What is it? The ENFJ. I'm pretty sure.
1: I think yes. I used to be an ENFJ, and oh, then it changed right. to P.
2: Changed. That's right. We I talked changed. About that. I think it changed when I had
1: kids or something. I don't know, that's but fascinating. And the ENFJ is a diplomat. And so it's like a really nice leader. Not to say commanders are not nice leader, but like it's a more, (laughs) it's a more like, it's like more empathetic, I think. It's like more people. Yeah. Person. ENFJ is great. That is literally like Oprah, Obama. What? It's like big personalities, really um, compassionate leadership. Like it's, it's a, ENFJ is a cool one. I want to go back to being an ENFJ.
2: (laughs) After Oprah, like say no more. I'm just going to say when people are like, what's your personality type? Oprah. That's it. Yeah. Oprah. Okay. So Enneagram, I'm a type two, which is the helper, the helper. I know. Go me, the (laughs) helper. Aren't you a middle child? Yep. Middle child. So it, it just all really checks out. It makes sense. There's just no surprising there. So yeah, I know. Which we, as a company, I feel like we're all like super interested in all these personality tests. We obviously post a lot of Enneagram content, which our audience lives for, loves. Oh it. yeah, it's it's
1: not just us.
2: It's it's the, not just it's us.
1: The world. Like again, for those of you listening, just to give some context, we post something with Enneagram in the title, and it's like immediately at the top performers for the week, like people yeah, every time. I think. There's just an, a natural interest, like learn more about yourself and have a better understanding of self. And yeah. that can often come through with those. And they're yeah. just fun. <laughs>
2: they're so fun. I mean, I'm almost like, that's like maybe my the narcissistic side of me coming out that I'm like, just tell me something about myself. I already know. I love it. Give it to me. Like, Just tell me more about me. But I love it. I know. So we'll, we'll for sure on the podcast have you know, I definitely think we should do an Enneagram expert or something. Come on, we'll have some happy hour chats about personality tests and all those things. Some more content to come because we're obviously super, super interested in all the personality tests. All right, Elena, what's the scariest thing you've done in recent memory? Oh my gosh. I am very risk averse. So <laughs> let me think. Um...
1: I am I am like a play it safe. I think it was my Catholic school upbringing of like <laughs> rural, I am a, like a rule follower and I don't know if it was the scariest thing because it felt it was so such an obvious choice. Recently, it was uh it was last year I actually became the sole owner of the company, which was a very big undertaking and it was a big decision. And um for a lot of reasons. And so it was just a huge transition. And, and like I said, a really big undertaking, like a decision that impacted my family and kind of changed everything about my job and, and what I did at work every day, being like, I feel a lot of pressure in, in a new way in terms of responsibility and being like it all kind of following on me. Anyway, I just, that was, like I said, I'm risk averse. And that was like just such a big, scary thing. Like, again, it it wasn't because it was, I knew like it was so easy for me to want to do it I, I'm i so passionate about my job and this company and I say it every day like I feel so lucky I get to wake up and do this every day so like that part was easy it was more just like what goes into it
2: that was scary yeah otherwise motherhood motherhood was real scary I was gonna say that's gotta be freaking terrifying <laughs>
1: But that was a few years ago now. It's like, you know, in recent memory. That was so scary. I cried when I saw my pregnancy test because I was scared of like... Oh my God, yeah. Shit, am I ready? I don't know that I'm ready. But that was... Yeah, that was like... Actually, that was when I was pregnant. That was like five years ago at this point, so... Wow.
2: Yeah. That is wild. But that is also scary. Yeah. What about you? Well, you know, those are good ones. (laughs) (laughs) Never, uh... (laughs) I'm trying to think like, whoa... I mean, so I would say literally the scariest thing. <laughs> those I, are good <laughs> Those are great. Motherhood, sure. <laughs> I would say um, two things. I mean, both of them are kind of the same thing, but, but I, when I was 20 years old, I moved to Paris for six months. That's the bougiest thing about me. Everyone's like, shut up already about Paris, but I won't. <laughs> Wait, we have talked about Paris like since you were an intern. I think that, <laughs> can we do that somewhere? That's the that nicest is the thing dream. you've said because everybody, I feel like I bring it up every day and everyone's like those right. articles also do
1: very well is like anything articles. about
2: yeah living in paris being more parisian those yeah. people people want to know my first article this is just a side tangent fun fact my first article i wrote when i was applying to be an intern was the the food you should have in your kitchen according to a parisian because i just got back from living in paris and that we just reposted that recently it's still on the site if you want to go check it out My aunt and my mom both framed it for me. So I have that article framed in my room at home still. That's so cute. We all need supportive
1: people like that. Yeah, that is really sweet. I mean, I think you like submitted it or pitched it. And I was like, yeah, hire her. That's a good intern (laughs) right there. That's a great great article. Check.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so I would say that was the scariest thing because I was studying abroad for part-time, but then I was also, I had an internship. So that's why I kind of like lived there a little bit longer. And it was just, I like didn't have friends there. I was staying with a family who, you know, only spoke French and I spoke French enough, but not like super fluently. Yeah. Like I obviously had to get fluent pretty quick, but it it was terrifying. I mean, to think back on the things that I did, like being in the city alone, like taking the Metro at night alone, like things that were like looking back, I'm like, oh my God, that's terrifying. And how old were you? 20? 20. I turned 21 a couple months in. Nice. So it was... Um, I mean, the best experience of my life, but it was terrifying. Uh, so I would say that, I mean, moving to LA was scary, but not, I mean, I had a job and like what you worry about is finding a job. So luckily, thanks to you guys, that wasn't scary. <laughs> so yeah. So I would say like living alone in Paris for when I was that young. I mean, cross country,
1: cross world. Wait, what's the word? Yeah. <laughs> cross across the, the Atlantic world. Ocean. Yeah. Those are things we write about because I feel like so, that's one of those fall under that bucket of like, I want to do that, but can I do that? Right. How do I do that? You know, those are the questions people ask and it's so helpful to hear from people who have done it. So, I mean, that will also probably be an episode is like, you know if you're considering a cross-country move? Yeah. It's
2: so helpful. I will say it's not like Emily in Paris. I don't know how Emily <laughs> got that experience, but I wasn't that lucky. How did she lucky. get all those clothes? How across? did she get those clothes? Like... <laughs> What
1: about becoming a podcast host? Where does that fall?
2: Not That's scary. Good cue. Scary in the way that I'm like, I have to stop saying like all the time. I learned that through oh, you recording. Get to listen episodes. to yourself. You get a to lot. listen to yourself. I say um a lot. <laughs> we've talked about the things Do you? we've Yes. We we'll both like, have our go to. We both have our things. I'll, I'll <laughs> say mm when I'm listening to people <laughs> intently. like, mm, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. That's, oh, that's amazing.
1: amazing. Everything's, that's amazing. Oh yeah, that's amazing. That's an amazing point. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Okay, last question. What advice would you tell your younger self? How old oh are you, 26?
2: God. 26, so still self. Younger self. Think, young, think, like
1: think, 20, th- think about that 20-year-old self moving across the world. What would you tell her? Or maybe the just graduated Josie.
2: You know, this is actually, I, I have a few things, like some big lessons I've learned in my life. I think for a long time, I was kind of like, okay, happiness is something that happens to you like when you get somewhere. I mean, I think I was always like happy, but I don't know. You just have this like image in your mind when you're young of like, oh, once I'm once I am mm-hmm. out of the house and I'm in college, I'll be happy. And then it's like, once I get a job, I'll find... So I, I think that I had learned along the way that like happiness is something you have to actively practice. Like it's a skill. It's not a circumstance that happens to you. I think that was a big moment for me, but probably the biggest lesson I would say that has changed my life is knowing that actually can I give two more? I'm giving so many, but I have just two more that that like for me personally have like actually really changed my life and things that I've learned. One, that I that empathy is a powerful strength, not a weakness. I think for a long time in my life I always felt like, oh, I'm like the meek, nice girl who just kind of like sits there and shuts up. And, you know, I think I've learned as I've become older that having empathy is like the most powerful thing it's not a weakness that i'm like you know so yeah maybe overly sensitive to other people's feelings it's like the best power i could possibly have it's a super it's a superpower so i think i've changed the way i view that and also that like my duty all of our duties on earth is not to avoid disappointing other people. Our job is to avoid disappointing ourselves and our, our duty is to disappoint other people to avoid disappointing ourselves. Let's say those are the two things that I've kind of like. Wow. That's <laughs> a, really like, yeah. deep.
0: My I glowing, didn't know that at 26.
2: Yeah. Wow, that was great. Thank you. Okay, what those about yours? People. You have 10 more years on me to have something good. <laughs> oh, I mean... I think what I
1: wish I could tell a younger Elena is that, I mean, I wouldn't want to scare her, <laughs> but I would want to know that, like, like life's a truly a roller coaster, and you are going to have lows, and it's going to suck, and you're gonna doubt yourself and question yourself, and just know that, like, when it's a low, you're gonna go up. Like, just I, I just feel like knowing. Like, because when you're in it, when you're in like a rough patch, it can feel hopeless and like never ending. And like, again, you like so much self-doubt or again, who knows what the situation is, whether it's like heartache, check. Had that happen several times. Whether it's something hard with work, check. Had that several times. Whether it's blows to your self-esteem from random strangers on the internet, check, 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 check. Had that happen. Like... I feel like lows happen for all these different reasons. Family events, life events, like who knows? Know that you're going to go up again. Like I just like... Because it's it's happened enough that mm-hmm. um, honestly, and I guess on the, the other side of that is like when you're on a high... I'm like more mentally prepared running this company for 10 years. Like, I feel like we're just on this high right now. Like, knock on wood, knock on all the wood. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mentally, I like know that a low could happen. Like, I embraced myself for it. I think it was actually another entrepreneur, I think it was Sarah Blakely, the Spanx CEO and founder, said that, like, know that you're going to have highs, but no lows are coming. And when you're low, know it's going to get good again. Like, you're going to, because you've been through it, you've been down there, and you're going to get out of it again. So, like, don't treat it like, the end of the world or like, like you're ending on a low, like, because you will bounce back. Um, Yeah, that's
2: such a good one.
1: And I think just knowing that, like knowing there's another side to it is something a young, naive stars in her eyes girl, like just like, oh, it's all gonna be great. And I'm gonna have this dream job and life's gonna be great. Like, which is, I feel very lucky that like, I was so optimistic and everything at that time. But I also feel like I wasn't prepared in a way that I would have hoped I could be. Like, I feel like I learned as an adult, really those like... How to,
2: like resilience, basically. Yeah, really? I mean, that's so helpful to hear. You gotta learn it eventually. Gotta learn it eventually. <laughs> gotta learn eventually, yeah. That there's always an up. So
1: we're gonna dive into all of this and more. I mean, yeah, this, I hope, gosh, we've been talking for so long. I hope those listening got to know us a little bit better. Please know that moving forward, you're probably not gonna hear nearly as much from us. You're <laughs> gonna be hearing from these other incredible women we're gonna be bringing on and talking to.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is great. I'm so excited. We're so excited to get started. Yay! Yes. And like
1: Josie said earlier, everything we do and create is driven by all of you out there listening. Um, It's your feedback. It's your response to what we're putting out there. It's your requests for content. So please know that your voice matters. We want to hear from you. If you're going through something you'd love for us to tackle, if there's something fun you and everyone you know is talking about and want to hear our take, like any anything really. Um, we're excited. We're excited to, to be here with you in this new format.
2: Absolutely. I know we can't wait. We have a lot of exciting things planned for you guys. So stay tuned every Tuesday. Every Tuesday mark your calendar set your alarm subscribe and yeah leave us a review if you want to let us know what you like what you want more of what you what you want us to tackle and we cannot wait to get started and welcome to the Every Girl podcast thank you bye guys